So Dr. John Merriman of the U.S. Center for Disease Control said it's been a tough year for infectious diseases. I think this is that's because House uh, actually retired. Uh, maybe we should get that guy back in. A look back at some diseases that trended in 2019. Apparently measles is the top trender. There were nearly 1,300 cases of measles in the United States through November. That's the largest number in 27 years. There were no deaths, but about 120 people ended up in the hospital. So if nobody died, is it really a negative? This is a serious question, listener. I'm not trying to shortchange it, but if nobody died from it, is this something to worry about? We have medical technology in there right now. We have Western medicine that can help... Um, cure or at least uh mitigate the this is the disease and and help it help the body get rid of it for me a tough year is people have actually dying from the measles not just people getting in you know infections back into the article this is from a disease that vaccines has essentially purged from a country from the country for a decade uh, let's see. Representative Rosa DeLauro of Connecticut said, how can we have gone from eliminating disease to reviving a disease? It's mind shattering that we would go in that direction. Well, ho- hold on, Rosa. If it was eliminated, it would have never come back. Right? As if, if my thinking is off by that, 844-527-8723. Three quarters of this year's cases were in Orthodox Jewish communities in or near New York City. As in most U.S. outbreaks, it started with travelers infected overseas who spread it to people who hadn't gotten the measles vaccine. But of course, if we have herd immunity, it shouldn't be a big deal, right? Remember, there were 1,300 cases in a country of 330 million people. You always have to take that number into account. Whatever number they give you. 27,000 people, 50,000 people, 100,000 people. Was it all in the same place? No, it was spread over several states. Oh, in a country of 330 million? Okay, I'll take that chance. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Let's look at the next one that was trending. Hepatitis A. Hepatitis A tends to be thought of as a kind of food poisoning. Uh, but the latest wave began in San Diego among homeless people. And people who use illicit drugs. Well, then, really, that sounds like a problem with the homeless and the people who take illicit drugs. Oh, that's a shock, because California has a huge uh, explosion of both those kind of people. Next one that's supposedly coming back. Eastern equine encephalitis. I know, I get encephalitis, but I don't get up. <laughs> I get the word encephalitis, but not others. This rare and deadly illness saw a small but worrisome increase last summer. Eastern equine encephalitis... Uh, the virus is spread to people through a mosquito that mostly feeds on infected birds, but sometimes by humans. All right, bug spray. All right, folks. So those are the the tough the the tough season or tough year for infectious diseases. How many people were? Did you get even ten thousand people infected by that? And in the case of hepatitis. There's a pretty good way in cleaning that up. Stop giving needles to people in California. And help clean up the homeless population in California. Wow, what a shock, I know. Anyway, next thing that the AP talks about is a Virginia school system is going to allow students a day off to protest. Because of course they are. 
One of the largest school districts in the United States has announced that it will allow students one excused absence per year to participate in civic, this is quote-unquote civic activities, such as protesting. Now, this is pretty much going to be for protesting because they're going to try to make the March for Our Lives thing like an annual day of protest, of course, because the teachers' unions and the Fairfax County Public School, I'm sure... They're all completely non-political entities because teachers are political entities now at this point, right? Anyway, Fairfax County Public Schools in Virginia plan to start allowing these absences on January 27, 2020. And of course, that's the largest school system in the state. Students in 7th through 12th grades can use the day for quote-unquote civil engagement activities, such as attending marches or meeting with lawmakers, according to district spokesperson Lucy Caldwell. And if the teachers union gets its way, they can coordinate it to make sure the teachers get another day off. The new policy was introduced by Fairfax School Board member Ryan McLeave, according to the Washington Post. He says the rule may be the first of its kind in the U.S., but that doesn't make it a good one. He says, I think we're setting the stage for the rest of the nation with this. It's dawning on a new day in student activism. Yeah, what they're doing is they're creating another generation of activists. Uh, And the school systems everywhere are going to have to be responsible for it. Not if you homeschool your kid. But some expert told the Post that skipping school to attend protests tends to favor liberal causes. This This was actually by Maria Levinson who is a Harvard University professor, says kids on the right who are active, they tend to be doing it by preparing to run for school board or being aides in legislature. People who call themselves conservatives probably do still count respecting authority or staying in school as a crucial and central tenet of the social order, says Ty Jones, a lecturer at Columbia University who studies racial, radical social movements. Of course, students must give at least two days notice before. Yeah, the student's not going to do this. The teachers are going to organize their day of student, their day of quote unquote student activism. And it's all going to be centered around like the March for Our Lives or the Greta Greta Thunberger annual climate change protest. The kids won't do it. The teachers will organize it. They'll send out the permission slips because the teachers, whatever cause is close to that liberal teacher's heart. That's the day it will happen. Um, of course, Oakland High School senior Wendy Gao, Gao, who's 18, leads several groups that fights climate change and has missed five days of school. This is such ridiculous nonsense. This girl is steamrolling her way to getting an A-plus in a liberal arts college. Skipping school and business as usual is to show that there's no point in going if we are having our future taken away from us. How dare you? She didn't say that, but she might as well. There is not a point in our education if we're going to have, if we're not going to be alive in ten or twenty years. This girl is absolutely insane. 